Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fucksters? What the fuckadelics? I am Mark Marin. This is my podcast, WTF. I'm a little, my brain is not quite, I don't know why, but it's not working right. I don't know why. I can't, I can't answer that question. Welcome to the show. I am on the road. I am away. I am in a, I, well, I'll tell you where I am. I don't know if I can tell you what I'm doing, but I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham. Alabama. I've, it doesn't always uh, bring up good memories. Uh, rarely, historically, not a great memory place. Today on the show, I talked to Melissa McCarthy. That was fun. She's fun. She's funny. Nice lady. She's a nice lady, that Melissa McCarthy. So back to Birmingham. You know, the ghosts of the past of this city are around, and, and you can choose to fester on whatever you're going to fester on. But it always feels heavy for me. I'm not indicting anybody currently, but uh, but it, you know the the South's history is is heavy, and uh, I'm gonna hopefully get around and see some stuff. I'm here doing a project. I'm gonna be here a while. Uh, well, a little while. I mean, I'm not gonna live here, but it was long enough for me to go out. Yesterday, I went out to uh, to the Birmingham Whole Foods. So that's here. That's good. That's you know. They're not, it's not primitive here. It seems very pleasant. I've been here a day, uh, but I went out and I stocked up for a few days, which is a good thing to do. Unfortunately, I got back to my room and I, I it seemed to be like almost a challenge uh, to myself that I eat everything that I, I bought for a few days. And I, I got pretty good into it, pretty well into it, pretty, uh, pretty far along. And that includes a box of puffins and some packets of almond butter. I bought almond butter packets, portion control, there's no lockbox on those bad boys. You know what I'm saying? I got four of them. I've eaten three, but uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to explore. I'm thinking about, uh, I have a day off today, and I, I believe I'm going down to to witness, to bear witness, and to take in the new uh, Peace and Justice Memorial with the, um, the very powerful and disturbing uh, lynching monument. I, w- I want to go see that, because I don't know how often or, or when I'll be back down here again, and I want to go... You know, take that in. I want to learn something. I want to feel something. I want to see something put together in remembrance of something horrible. I don't always want to do that. Uh, I, I guess, there. You know, why would you? But it's important that you do. I mean, I know some of you listen to the show pretty regularly, and I, I, I tend to, uh, I, I did uh, avoid um, Holocaust memorials 
of different sorts when I was in Europe, uh, particularly Amsterdam. I, I made that choice to, to ride a boat and, and look around and, and at the pretty things and learn a little bit about things, a little bit on a boat, just drifting through the city. And I think that's how a lot of us drift through life. You know, we know there's bad stuff, but but man, let's just let's just keep the boat moving. There's only so much I can do from here on my boat. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay on the boat. Uh, maybe maybe do a little fishing. Maybe take a nap. Maybe see the sights. But just stay adrift. Sometimes you gotta engage. I'm gonna engage. I wanna I wanna learn. I wanna feel. That's a new thing. Well, I always do. I always wanna feel. I don't always want to learn. I did get some interesting. E- I got one really poetic uh, and I thought very concise email that uh, made me feel. Uh, it was. It was. It was just. It was a, a nice, nice punch. Nice punch in the head. Uh, just the subject line just says "fan," and uh, the the copy is. Uh, I think you're a pretty impressive comedian. You make me laugh about the things that make you sad without glorifying them, and you make me think about the things that make me sad without forcing me to feel them. That's it. That's the email. Very succinct. Very to the point. But I think uh, uh, that, I, I think that was uh, that's the best I can do on some level. You know, help it. You know, I don't want people. You know, if they're adrift. And they're doing okay, and you know I don't have to sink their boat <laughs> with my problems, and I can at least have some distance from them enough to discuss them in a way that doesn't, you know, break down their ability to maintain their own shit and hold that together. That's entertainment, right? Oh, I wanted to pick up a little business. I don't know if I brought it up last time, but a lot of people when I talked about Ben and Jerry's for some reason. And brought up the flavor thing. Got a lot of suggestions for the flavor. Uh, what the fudge, obviously, seems to be the flavor. I do not think that that's going to happen. I also want to thank a lot of the people that uh, got back to me with uh, suggestions and ideas for uh, traveling and uh, alleviating my uh, my colonic fear or, or whatever it is. That apparently it's a common problem that people can't shit on the road or when they're traveling a lot. And thank you for all those suggestions. I'm not going to share them, but uh, but they were there, and I appreciate your support. Also, thank you for the support around uh, my cat, LaFonda, who, uh, who, is, who is better. I did have to, you know, I was only home for a week. I got her taken care of, and now uh, the fella staying at my house is dealing with it. But uh, I, I think, uh, you know, it's weird when cats get old, and I guess that when you have cats and you leave for a little while, even if it's for a week or two, uh, they... They don't, uh, they, I don't think they process the idea, oh, he's packing, he'll be back. I think once you're out, you're out, and they're alone, and uh, they, they, they stress out. You know, much like uh, maybe emotionally, like, or not even emotionally, like a, a child whose parents just, uh, without saying anything, disappear, and then just reappear two weeks later. But uh, they're getting a little old for that, but I can't, I don't know that I really can completely build my life and honor my uh, cat's anxiety in the sense that I do have to go out and live a life. I can't just, it would be weird if uh, I just quit doing all my traveling and all my gigs in other places because I didn't want my cats to be uh, stressed out. It's not, it's, it's not beyond me. Uh, you know, certainly sometimes I could use an excuse not to go places, but I'm not going to do that. But thank you for the suggestions around uh, LaFonda's health in terms of maybe getting a vet that comes to the house, 
that that's a good idea. Now I'm sweating. It's humid down here, man. It's like Friday, the first day of work. Uh, it's going to be 90. So uh, all, I, I can't tell you anything about what I'm doing, really. But I can say that uh, we're going to have to write in um, pit stains and profuse sweating, constant sweating. That's a, that's a, that's something I'm going to have to add to the character that you know that that I'm sweating. Yeah, I get. I mean, I, now I told you a few things. I think you're probably probably you know putting something together. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. Melissa McCarthy has a, a new uh, a new movie out, which I watched. It's called Life of the Party. It opens in theaters tomorrow, May 11th. Uh, her she wrote it with her husband, and he directed it. And uh, we talk a little bit about that. And we talk about, uh, I talk to her like I talk to people. This is me and Melissa McCarthy back in the new girl. Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of like literature. And now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called the Foxed page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Foxed Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Foxed Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get your podcasts. Raj. How do you how do you sound to yourself? Yeah. Can you hear it? Oh, you can super, move that mic. Is that uncomfortable? Super Midwestern. Super there, oh, nasal. Yeah, nasal. No, you don't. I always do when you, I hear my own voice, I'm. You like, think it's nasal? Yeah, I'm, I always think it sounds like we go to the bar. Oh, <laughs> go to the bar and make our. <laughs> I don't hear it. Why don't I hear Sometimes it? Sometimes I do. Yeah. Really? Because I've had other people be like, "Oh, uh, Chicago, huh?" Chicago. Yeah. I'm like, yes. They're like, oh, I know. I can hear it. You can. Well, yeah, I guess I can hear it a little bit now you mention it. You just did Ellen? I just did Ellen. Did she dance or anything? What what happened? She didn't dance. I danced. You danced? I did come out in a suit that when you zip it all the way up, it has a picture of her likeness on it because I thought that would appropriately freak her out. And you, 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 you orchestrated that whole thing? Yeah, weirdly, I was like, "That seems." Oh, yeah, she was like, "What are you wearing?" And, and is why is that available? And I'm like, "I had it made. <laughs> Nothing weird there." Like, so, I mean, it's like I couldn't. Then I was like, "Why did I have it made?" Because it just made me laugh. Because I thought she'd be like, "And where, who made it for you? Where do you go?" There's a company. I mean, the suit is very thick. It's like wearing like 16 trash bags, but it was worth it. And you can get anybody's picture put yeah. on it. So you zip. You zip up this onesie yeah. in front of your face, and yeah. it goes all the way to the like the the peak of yeah. the hood. And your face is and covered. Her, their face, yeah, but you can like kind of see yeah. out of it. Their face is there. Somebody, one of our like guest writers when we were when we were shooting our movie, the got one, one made of Ben. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was so freaky, and it was also like a hundred and four degree day, and he was like, "I'm passing out. I'm never, I'm definitely passing out." 
And I was like, well, you, you were wearing like old syringes. <laughs> like whatever this is made out of yeah. is like, it's all toxic. It's crazy. So but it's worth it though. Cause it was so funny. It's worth it because it's so, and you kind of look distraught. You certainly, it's like the Jacob's ladder version of oh, yeah. whose ever picture it is. So yeah. it's not flattering, but it, I thought it was like the funniest thing I'd ever seen. And it, it played well. Everybody got a big kick out yeah, of it. Yeah. And then we kept telling, at least for Mac, we kept telling him, zip it up. If you're going to do it, do it. And he's like, I'm definitely going to vomit. I'm definitely going to vomit. Where did you shoot that thing? We shot it in Atlanta. Oh, so and during the summer? Yeah. Oh, my so God. So it's, uh, you know. Yeah. It's like pure humidity. And I don't know, something about Atlanta. I, it, if I'm in LA yeah. and it goes below, if it gets warmer than like 68, yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. And in Atlanta, it's like 170. It's pure humidity. Yeah. And I don't know what happens to Ben and I, because we usually we're like polar bears, yeah. but something about Atlanta, we're like, no, we should probably go out on the porch and have a drink and listen to some jazz clarinet. <laughs> and we do, literally every night we listen to, we become like old, like Southern Groovy men. Southern people? Not groovy necessarily, well, just super- jazz. Jazz clarinet, yeah, just for oh, clarification. Okay. Yeah, okay. So with that's the, well, that's, that's what the specific. cool kids. That's a clarinet. <laughs> I, I guess it's it, <laughs> it's like like what like uh, like ragtime Dixieland. No, uh, it's slower. It's always yeah. like, and I don't know if the humidity just messes with me, but I end up just being like, well, "This is a wonderful evening." Yeah, and I go, and we fully get into it here. If it's like seventy one, I'm like, "This is a horror show." It's too hot. Yeah, but something about, and I don't like humidity. I don't know what happens. Like I think it, I used to live in New York, and, and I lived in Boston, and uh, and I think you get high. I think you get exhausted. <laughs> I think you have no liquid it in your body. You. It does almost immediately. Like if you like, I used to notice that on the train in New York, everyone looks like they're taking a walk of shame. <laughs> they're just like giving up. They're just- like the entire train is just of course, filled with people. There's probably 18 people per train that are, yeah. regardless of what <laughs> yeah, time right. of day it is. But they're just like, I, I got no, I got no energy. I can't. Like, oh. Drained. And then all the guys in suits where you're like, mm. yeah, <laughs> I know what all that wool smells I, and like. I, yeah, and I and I like I sweat. I don't I don't yeah, know how sweater. You too. Yes. Like immediately. I am, and I can't I can't handle it. It's almost like you're just a a, a fungal petri dish. <laughs> I got just waiting. Do you sweat for... when you're nervous? Or... No, or I, I just used to. I, if I'm on, if I'm doing stand up and and that feel like I, I had it once or twice recently, and I I hadn't felt it in a while or, or identified it <laughs> or identified it. <laughs> because, like for some time, sometimes you go up, and even if you're you know you're nailing it pretty consistently, there's just one of those audiences that aren't gonna, they're no. not gonna, and there's and you know from doing it, there's nothing you're gonna do. That's going to change turn, it. Most likely you're not going to turn it. Right. And then like, I just felt that weird sweat on the back of the neck and my face is acting normal. The neck's getting wet. That's then, when I'll lose my place. I mean, I haven't done it in a hundred years, but that's when I would just be like, um, and then, uh, oh God. <laughs> I knew this, uh, this morning. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. And I'm like, no boy, nothing warms up an audience that already hates you. Like just a big gap. Of yeah, yeah. Like, like uh. No, I've got my mouth is so dry. And then you you leave your body and you're just like yeah. up there all alone and you're oh, looking at yourself. I couldn't I couldn't hack it. You did that. You actually did that in the movie. You you had a stage fright, <laughs> an, an extended, an extended worst case situation yeah. all the way over the top with just the stage body fright. Meltdown. Yeah, 
<laughs> body meltdown. That that's what's happening in my head yeah. more often. It doesn't fully react all over. I can hide it a little better, yeah. but sometimes I'm just like, like <sighs> stuff just starts disconnecting in my brain. I'm like, oh, oh God. Yeah, really? You feel that? Yeah, certain times. And it's weird. Right before I go out, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, you get like, oh, what am I going to? I was like, what <laughs> am I doing here? They're going to they're gonna know. I'm going to have to go back to Plainfield, <laughs> Illinois. They're going to know. They're going to know what? And then, I don't know. I'm most always like, I'm a shim sham man. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think somebody's going to be like, get out of here. <laughs> We're on to you. Yeah. I, I'm always waiting for somebody to be like, nope. Mm, it's over. No thanks. <laughs> Pack up your things and go. We see who you are. We <laughs> know. Like, oh, okay, I got it. I, I was waiting for this. I yeah. was waiting for it. I'm glad, I'm glad I made a little money before this happened. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't. So the movie, like, I have a question. Cause I, and, I'll, and I'll be honest with you. I watched it. I got laughs. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I, did, I have a question about scripts, yes. about writing scripts. Because you wrote it with your husband. I did. And how, now, so what, how many drafts? How, what's the process with you guys? You, this um, is your third, fourth movie you wrote together? This is the fourth. Yeah. Um, we never stop writing it. Like the, it's always ongoing? It's ongoing because I think we get to the end of it and we're like, yeah, I like that. And then we just kind of take a day or two and then in looking at it and talking about it and thinking about, okay, where are you going to shoot yeah. it? How many days do we have? A, you end up being like, Producers. is this a repeat? Are we yeah. repeating? Are yeah. we like, have we? can we get out of it? And he's really good w- with that. I always get like attached to everything. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we should shoot it. And he's like, it's kind of, we have it in two places. Yeah. Let's make it one. So we're kind of always, I feel like we write and rewrite and rewrite and then get there on the day and I'm like, I'm going to say all different shit. Yeah. And so you, it's like why we work that. I'm always like, I don't know. We get we get a version of what we've written. Yeah. But then kind of after like we th- one or two times, it's like, I think it's more fun to like. Well, Just now. riff? Yeah. Within the story. Within yeah. the context of the story. Right. Well, I, my question was, all right, so I'm watching it and it's going along and it's, uh, you know, the daughter and like it's uh, Matt Walsh and it's funny. You know, I know the people in it and I'm yeah. enjoying the story. But like as soon as like I'm, I don't want to do spoilers, but it's not really a spoiler. But as soon as you like um, when you meet your daughter in the hallway at the frat house, there was part of me that's sort of like, oh, my, did that just happen? <laughs> did that <laughs> And then is that okay? I found myself doing that. Like, yeah. is, is this is that okay? That is she it just... okay? I know. I had the same thought of. I was like, ew. Well, you know, she's why not her? Like, I had to go back and forth. Be like, oh, I wish she hadn't seen it. Yeah. So I was like, I I was torn myself of like, is this a horrible thing? But I was like, well, isn't the whole point that she's a person too? Yeah, and, and that, that was that was yeah. the under that was the underlying thing for me. It's like you think. You know, you always think your parents are like only created right. and up to a certain age. Yeah. Like, they were created so they could take care of me. Right. And then you hit a certain age and you're like, oh my God. Oh, they're just people. They're, you were a per, you had a life before I that, probably destroyed Yeah, that it. I ruined. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of a lot playing on oh, that. Oh, that makes sense. That it's like, yeah. well, why, why not her? They hit it off. And, right. And and they they are just people and they're people with desires and things. <laughs> Yeah, are you parents? Are they still alive? They are. And are they married? They're married. They're really funny and cute together. They like hold hands and they take morning walks. Like they're adorable. They're very funny. They're they actually have moved out. They're going to start doing 
uh, winters in LA, oh. which is like the greatest thing ever. Because really? I haven't, I haven't lived next to the, I haven't lived in the same city since I was eighteen. Oh, now and and you've decided this is going to be the greatest thing ever. You're... It has been like they've been here for the last four months, yeah. and it's like crushing my soul that they're going back. Really? They're like, well, we'll see you next winter. I was like, oh, oh. it's fu- like they're really funny. Like I can, they're up for anything. How old are your kids? My oldest is about to turn eleven. My youngest is oh, eight. So it's it's great. To have a relationship with your well, grandparents. Well, go over and like, they, they live like a minute and a half away. Yeah. And we've never had that where it's like, they're like, we're going to grandma and grandpa's. I'm like, oh, oh my God, you can. Like, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> like, they've Great. never had that. They have sleepovers and. Oh, because it used to be you'd have to send them there for like two weeks. And well, we'd go there. It's a big trip. It's like a whole where thing. To, where? To in, in Illinois, Plainfield. Oh, so they're still there. Yeah. Oh. They're still there. So getting them out, I was like, why? Do you need to be in Chicago for another winter? Why, why are they? Well, they did. My dad was like, no. But why the don't they move no. out to permanent? Well, my dad fishes a lot. Oh. And I think he- In would... the ice? Is he no. ice, ice hole fisher? he wants fisher? nothing to do with anything yeah. cold. Oh. But now that it's warmed up, he's like, he just went back last week for like two tournaments. Yeah. He's a like, fish, I got a- sh- Oh, yeah. Fly like, fishing? No. Just, Bass fishing oh, in a boat. He's on the like, boat. I'm missing tournaments. I'm like, well, I don't have you shackled here. So he's like, he's out of his mind to get back there to go fishing. Can't you get him involved with like deep sea fishing? Don't they have that? No, he doesn't like the ocean. Uh, he's like, I can't take the rolling tide. I was like, what? Yeah. But he's it, not afraid of it. No, it just makes him sick. But he was going out to like Castaic and Lake Pyramid, Pyramid Lake out here. And he just sits there like, and fishes? Just fishes. Do you He'll fish? go every day. No. I like to like lay in a boat and read. Yeah. And he's always like, you got to feel this jig. I'm like, ah, <laughs> can I just read? And he's like- you gotta feel this jig, and, he, and then he wants you for like three hours. He's like, "You feel that?" And I just barely lift it. I don't know what a sink. jig is. Let it let, oh, bring it oh. up, and let's uh. And I do it like six times. I'm like, "That's great," and I try to hand him the rod back, yeah, and he's yeah. like, "No, no, no, keep it up." Because you're waiting to feel a fish. Yeah, and that's yeah. The whole I'm waiting thing? to like to get a bite, but I was like, I just I'm so happy like laying at the bottom of the boat how, reading. How many kids are in the family? It's myself, and I have one older sister, three years older. That's it. Yeah. How'd that happen? I don't know. <laughs> Terrible Irish Catholics. I know. It's like, They've been thrown out of like both both uh, both groups. Yeah. Oh, really? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Were you brought up white Catholicy? Yeah. Twelve years of Catholic school. No kidding. Yeah. In Chicago. In Plainfield, Illinois. So, well, how like, far is that from Chicago? Like forty-five minutes. Yeah. When I grew up, it was a small, really rural farm town. Now it's like a suburb, so it's kind of a bummer because oh. it's. It was like gravel roads. We lived on a farm. You come from farmers? Mm-hmm. Um, my dad actually worked in the city. Yeah. Uh, but we lived on a farm. Like a, a functioning farm? Yeah. Like corn, you were- Corn and soybean. Oh, so you, you guys owned the property and it was farmed? The farmer, the farmers that farmed the land actually yeah. owned it. Yeah. And we just rented it and lived there. And oh. so we didn't do the farming. Right. They just came and did yeah. it. And so that was your life, corn. Corn, corn and soybeans. Yeah. Don't forget the exciting world of soybeans. Soybeans, yeah. Which I didn't know you uh, humans could eat until I went to New York. And I was like, wait, <laughs> I've been surrounded by the... And I remember telling my parents, I was like, I went to a Japanese restaurant. You know, you can eat soybeans. They're like, what? <laughs> it's called edamame. We, we had no yeah. idea. And now they love it. And they're like, isn't this a hoot? Oh, they eat the edamame? Yeah. And it's great? Yeah. Now we're well, all they, like, have, they make tofu out of it, soy milk. They do, I don't we know. We didn't what, know. Growing up, we were like- You didn't know what the point of soy the, was? Uh, it was for feed for cattle. Oh, yeah. I grew up in alfalfa. Oh, really? Kind of, yeah. In New Mexico. 
They they grow the. I didn't know that's where they grew alfalfa. They will grow it everywhere. They just feed animals the the yep. grass. I don't know. They, you just we had about an acre and we sat there and then someone came mm-hmm. and cut the stuff and bailed it and took it away. I don't think I've ever talked about that. Was this it a, like a, a far, like stuff. a full? <laughs> was it a full farm? Or no, no, like it was just, just a we, house. It was a house on a field, but it was you know you, there was enough of it. I can't remember how it wasn't that much, but. But they'd run. There was a ditch in front, and they'd irrigate this stuff. And maybe it was. I I thought it was alfalfa. Maybe I'm wrong. Pro- they, no, it probably was. Yeah. but that's like a full. I mean, when you have an irrigation system, you're well. You got to dip the. You got to dip. You got to take the. You know how that works? No. Oh, there was a ditch in front. Right. And they'd open up a a, a gate from the from the uh, subsidiary of the Rio Grande River. It'd fill with water. And then you have these pipes that are curved, and you'd sink them and get it filled with water, and then pull them out over. The edge of the ditch and run the water. But you, I, I did it once. I was not good at it, and then <laughs> I thought I'd try to be a man. I, I, I tried that twice. One time I tried to burn some weeds, and then we had to call the fire department. Oh my god! It just did kept, it just take kept going take off. Yeah, there was a, there was a house next door that was in danger, and. Uh, <laughs> Did anybody say, "Hey, go out and burn something"? Or were you just no? Like, I thought I'll like it was time. Yeah, I'm gonna. It seems like the thing to do, and it's a scary thing. Fire, you can't stop it. Yeah, <laughs> we had a. Bur- well, I think about what we used to burn. It yeah. was like, well, screw you, Earth. Everything went in the burn pile. Mm-hmm. It was just On like, the farm, just burn it. Yeah, you just, you just haul it out and to the front, it. and you just burn it. What was the practicality of that? I mean, did they have garbage? Like, there's someone be in, in my behind my girlfriend's house in Highland Park. Mm-hmm. They're burning They're shit. Still bur- they're just burning stuff. My dad still is like, I'll just burn it. And I'm like, Dad, you can't you can't just put stuff in the backyard and burn it. It's fun though. I think there's I think that's the unspoken thing. <laughs> it's a great time setting things on fire. It is scary. I lit toilet when I was little, I uh-huh. mean, probably like ten. Like too old too old to be this dumb, but I I remember lighting toilet paper on sure. fire. Yeah. It was there. Yeah, it's great. And the whole of course, the whole thing just caught up and I remember just being like, Oh shit. <laughs> Like I had to like get what I, I was like, what? and then immediately it was like, what do you think? Why? Yeah, they're gonna ask me why I did it, and I don't have a yeah. single good answer other yeah. than like I wanted to see if it would burn. It's yeah. like dry, pa- dry thin sure. paper. Sure, uh, yeah. There's a good chance it's gonna burn. It's it's exciting. And I hit it all. They never knew. They, oh, you hit. Oh, yeah. really? So all right. So how old's your sister? She's three years older. So, so she's just like two fifty. Uh, yeah. And did, what does she do? She in show business? She's no. She lives in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. And oh, that's nice. Sounds nice. I don't know anything about it. It's it's a it's Good. a it's a lovely suburb. Highlands Ranch oh, okay. outside of Denver. Uh, she's very smart. She's lovely. Yeah. She's a very nice person, and she oh I can never every time I try to describe what she does, she's like. Really? You still don't know? I'm like, you ghostwrite for doctor? She's like, I did that 20 years ago. I'm like, you are a communication specialist, which I never know exactly what that means. Yeah. She's like, yes, yeah. that's right. So and she like writes for people and it's like marketing and, and I do a terrible, this is the same bad job I do yeah. every time I try to explain. I don't understand how people find that kind of work, how they end up there. I don't know. I don't understand a lot of jobs. I never like, do. I'm like, doing what? Yeah. What exactly do you do? And she's like, well, I write for other people. I'm like, but they're going to put their names on a book. Yeah. It's a book? It's like, what? Yeah. It's a book, though, she writes? Well, she used to, for a while, she was ghostwriting for doctors, which yeah. I was like, but you're not a doctor. Right. She's like, well, no, I'm doing the writing part. I was like, I don't understand what's For happening. bios or for, you know? 
So you don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's like I've never But met. she's doing well. and She's doing well. She's, doing she's great. Margie's great. At, and she's great at her job. And the, she's great the, at her job. The writing, the communications job. Yes. <laughs> it's a community where she's communicating. Yeah. She's communicating verbally and uh, with the typing computer. So like, tell me, explain to me, because like I'm always like I... I, I'm not a religious person. I'm a I'm I'm a Jew by uh, origin. Sure. Yeah, and uh, Catholic sort of uh, fascinate me because so many people have a relationship with it. And uh, did you stay Catholic? No. Oh, so no, you go through the so like you right from the beginning. You're going to a church. You're confessing. Yep. Which I always remember, like being in a confessional and. You know, especially when you're little, I was like, I don't know what I did. So I'd be like, <laughs> I burned toilet I paper. Didn't, I never said that. I'll tell you what. No, I didn't go in there and be like, P.S. <laughs> I burned a roll of toilet paper. Um, for no reason. For no reason. I kept that one secret. But I remember just being like, um, I d-. Yeah. And you know, you'd have that weird screen, which I all I ever used to think about was like, can they see us yeah. more than we can see them? But you know the guy, right? Yeah, you a- know. So you're sitting behind him. You you know when the second you heard, there's only two priests, right? So it's and one, one of had them. a thick Romanian accent, and the other one didn't. I was like, uh, gee, I wonder who. I don't. It was so weird to me that first you went in the phone booth, but I was like, you know, if someone's outside, they can just hear it. Like yeah. we're not in a. This isn't like a soundproof room. We're right. in like an old wooden box with big gaps. Yeah. And then I'm sitting behind this like, you know, a piece of cloth and I know who it is. Like, yeah. I could never kind of stop thinking about Why would you tell that guy anything? Yeah. So I just make stuff up. I was like, I didn't listen to my, my parents, like the most generic. Yeah. And this went on through your whole life? Yeah, pretty much. Because by the time I was like, better? well, I'm not murdering people. Yeah. No. And now I wish I would have been like, I killed three people. <laughs> Just as good to see what happened. Yeah. Just wait to see if, like, is he going to say something? Is he going to break his vows yeah, and, yeah. and, like, rat me out? But I never did that. Yeah, I just good. continued to say, like, lame. Yeah. So it just, uh, it was just something you had to do. You had to do it. And then they give you penance. Yeah. And then you were supposed to go sit in a pew and say the pre- penance. And I was yeah. like, I don't know. I just always had the thing. I was like, eh, God doesn't care if oh, I yeah. lied to my parents. I was like, I always was like, I think, I think. Whatever I think God is is like nicer than what they did. Like right. He's. It was always like you know, be afraid. <laughs> Were you, like, did you think of hell? Did you believe in it? I think I did then. I don't believe in it now. Right. And I always think I feel like really religious people really have a, the lowest uh, concept of what God is. I'm like, God just seems like a like a really angry drunk. Yeah. Where yeah. I'm like, I think whoever whatever it is is probably like. So evolved, they yeah. don't really care about nine, like ninety nine percent of what we do. They'll just be like, "Well, yeah, yeah, you're all idiots. It's fine." Yeah, but the damnation and like you'll burn. I was yeah. like, "You didn't buy it." No, it's I just good. was always like, "Really?" Yeah, and it, but you had to wear the outfits and everything. Yeah, wear like the the plaid skirt, and I did ask a nun, which I was always sent to the office. You were sent to the office. Yeah, because I'd ask things like I remember asking. We had a world religion class, oh. which. To me, says we're going to learn about other yeah, and in Plainfield, Illinois, that was like the most exotic thing yeah. that had ever come my way, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, other other religions, other thing, and everything was just like, but the Muslims follow the incorrect God and the and it was They'd all say like, that it was all on this negative yeah. spin, and I finally was like, which I really I wasn't trying to be a smartass. I said, well, if how do you know that you, to the nun? I said, yeah. how do you know you're following the right one? When she just went like gray and <laughs> stared at me. And I was like, 
you know, I'd done the reading. I was like, it's an informed question. And I wasn't even being like argumentative. I was like, just how do you know? And she's yeah. like, because God would tell me. Yeah. <laughs> tell her because she's a like, nun. Well, what do you mean? She's like, God, I know that I'm doing, I'm following the correct way because if I wasn't, God would tell me. And I was like, well, then why hasn't he told the Muslims and the Jews and like people that just like live in a jungle that don't follow like specified religion? And she was like, you get out of here. And I had to go see the principal. And I was like in fourth grade. I was like, it was an, what did I do? I just remember leaving being like, you said, are there any questions? You are nothing like your sister. <laughs> She didn't. Yeah. It. She didn't bother anybody. No. no. She was. I was like, Margie would never ask that. And I'm like, so you had to go, and then you'd be. I had to go to the principal and say what I said, and yeah. she was like, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe next time you just, just listen and try to soak it all in and really enjoy the reading. I was like, she said, are there any questions? And I asked a question. She's like, I think you're missing the point. I was like, I think I, I'm like nailing the point. No. They were just like, shut up. And did you get sent to the place a lot? I mean, when did you become a, a problem? Come on, you became a problem. I wasn't a pro. Well, that was like younger. Once I got in high school, I wasn't. Even though I look, I looked like I was problematic, but I was like the nerd that actually read the stuff and yeah. participated. In you the looked class. problematic. How? So? Yeah, like I looked like Susie Sue and like Robert Smith had a baby. Oh, you did that. So I did that, and I yeah. was like, "This is Dodge the greatest your hair black? thing for sure." Raven blue black for really? years. Really? Yeah. And that was your thing? That you was my thing. Pre-goth, like, sad yes. emo girl? Sad. Yeah. Without the emo, like the emo thing, it wasn't like sad. I just was like, yeah. my hair looks rad. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you're just doing the fashion of it? Yeah. It's just the fashion. That, who I could that? never get depressed enough. I was like, hey. You, you never, you're not depressive at all? No. I don't feel no, like you would be. because I'm always like, I don't know. Just too many things are stupid to me that makes me Well, like me that laugh. character in the movie that played your roommate. <laughs> what, what's that girl's name again? Oh, my God. Heidi Gardner. Yeah. So funny. She's so, so crazy funny. She commits to, like... The... She just never breaks. Like, she doesn't push and she never breaks. And she's... It's funny because she was at Groundlings when she did that and... That character? Uh, no, just when we met her. Oh. That's how we knew her from the Groundlings Theater. And then... Right after she was done shooting, she called and was like, oh, my God, I just auditioned for SNL. And I was like, you are going to kill that show. And she was like, first show, she was actually like being When she was shooting it. your movie? Yeah, she wasn't doing this... SNL. It, like, happened, it happened right after, and I was so proud of her. Oh, that character she does, the, the bo every boxer's girlfriend? Oh, my God. That is crazy character. That was like three weeks in. Like, you know how that first year, it's like you may not even yeah. get on camera? And yeah. I was like, is she having like solo things right away? Like, yeah. And she's so fun. She just can drop into something and does that great thing of like not push, but really sits in it. And yeah. I, just, I just think she's so funny. So when did you start performing? Like in high school? Did you no, do theater did with your blue hair? No. No, I did sports and then- What sports? Tennis was my biggie. Tennis? Yeah, I love tennis. Were you good? I, yeah, I was I was pretty good. Yeah? And then- You still play? Every once in a while. I don't play as much as I want. I keep saying like, I don't know why I don't Does play. Does it come back? Yeah, except now I just, it's like it's, I just crush the ball. So oh, he's yeah. like, just play easy. Play easy. And the whole time the ball's coming to me, I was like- just play easy. Just play easy. And then, like, I go crazy. And first, because I had no finesse game, even when I played and I could really play, yeah. I just tried to shove the ball down someone else's throat. And I did that to my daughters. 
Your and I daughters? didn't mean to. Yes, they, the ball was coming, and I was like, okay. And I even said, like, just going to pop it back over. And then, like, my mind snaps. I go crazy, and I reared back, and I hit it so hard, it, like, hit one of my girls, and I was like, I'm a monster. <laughs> well, one, I wasn't aiming for anything. Like, my aim is terrible Did she now. cry and everything? <clears throat> yes. It was like, Mama, why? Because <laughs> it looked like I was 100% aiming for her face and it, yeah. like it really like nailed her and you were like that in high school too you just slam oh, it yes so like, I would try to hit the opponent in the like right off the bat yeah I wanted to hit them really hard because I thought then that that would make them freak jittery. them out yeah so that was I, your plan that was your yeah. strategy that was my strategy if I, could, which, if I just hit the guy and not hurt him or her yeah and, and then they'd just be freaked out they'll, they'll be nervous yeah and then they'll they'll be more concentrated on not getting hit did you do that ever? playing Oh, yeah, I'd zing a couple. <laughs> and I hit really hard. Like, other people, like, I, I, when Ben and I play, Ben Ben's always like, I'm a terrible player. The yeah. fact that you don't beat me. But it's like, he just barely taps it back over. And right. then every time, he's he like, just... if you'd stop trying to kill the ball, you would beat me every time. I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I tell but... myself that right until my arm, when the racket goes back, it's like suddenly my eyes turn red and, like, steam comes out. And then I'm like, bah! And I, I can't, I hit everything like a thousand miles an hour. And it's just, it's nowhere in, yeah. but it's, I but hit it's it hard. satisfying. It's really satisfying. I There's think so- you do that with comedy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like you- Perhaps. Maybe that's, I'm a real one trick pony. I just do everything no, but, like aggressively. Well, no, but there's a build. <laughs> it starts out nice. <laughs> it does always turn forceful, maybe. And then it's just sort of like, work through rah! that. There's something about the build to like n- not holding anything back that I think is. Sad. I mean, I would say normally because you can't do that in your real life. You that's can't the, really not not and not hurt people. Sport. Yes, but that's the like cathartic thing of it. I think don't what? don't you when yeah. you when you yell? Yeah, that you can play like when you say things in character. You're like, well, I wouldn't say that in life. Well, I think there's something satisfying if it's if you've uh, extracted the the true anger from it. Yeah, the <laughs> you know, root like, of it. It's like, like 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 I used to yell, and it was not good. You know, in life you would yell. Yeah, I'd, oh yeah, I'd yell yeah. in life, but I'd yell on stage too. But yeah. there, but if you know, it's if you've had anger in you and you've processed it a little bit, then it can be funny. But if it's unprocessed anger, a lot of times people are like, I, "Why do we come to this club?" Yeah, yeah. It's not. If if it doesn't flip over, whatever that line is, you're like, "Oh, that's just a really angry person." Right, and it, and that's no good. But somehow, if if it's sort of like, "Why me?" Kind of, you're like, <laughs> Then it gets funny. <laughs> but if it's like, fuck you, it's not I as think funny. when you're mad at yourself or somehow- That's funny. You just beat the, the shit out you, of yourself. If you stay the butt of your own joke, even if you're trying to pretend it's somebody else, yeah. if you still are the main ass, I feel like you can push right. really hard. Right. If it's really mean yeah. and it's supposed to be funny, I'm always like- Phew. That's a that's a tricky line to like. I can't walk that line. I, yeah, I had a hard time with uh, with with that. Like the, I remember I did one roast and it just I couldn't I couldn't do it right because like if I'm mean, I mean it. Like, <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? Yes. And I, it's not going to come out. It's not going to come out like you know, like hey, you know, and just be casually yeah. shitting on somebody. It's like I'm going to be like you fucking piece of shit you're gonna say something real well just the tone even even if it's cute the tone will be so cutting 
because like I've used you know I've used comedy like that reactively, but uh, I don't I don't do it on stage anymore. If I'm if I'm worked up, I, you know I, I try to make myself the funny guy. Have you ever come back at like I found when I did stand up, I thought the craziest thing was you know especially when you're just starting out and you have like I've only got six minutes. Yeah, but it's the heckling. Yeah. Like, do you, like, when people, do nobody really heckles you anymore, would they? Or is there always, like, the drunk that's like, well, take it, your top off? Well, no, yeah, that I get that one a lot. And, uh, <laughs> it's weird. It's me. It's me in <laughs> the back. you following Just, me? Yes. yes. There he is. Take your top <laughs> take off. Take your top off. I, sometimes, you know, people talk. You know, but they're. Just, I can tell the difference if they're just like they. Some the wall is broken down and they're just reacting. There, so I've always had that a problem where people like sometimes I'll look at one person in the crowd for the no whole reason. Time? Like I just end up on them, and at some point they're like, "Why are you? What's happening?" You know, <laughs> so you're freaking me out. Yeah, exactly. Are you? Or, or people will answer me like in conver- like as if we're having a conversation, which is not hostile. But if I feel bad energy. Like, or if somebody's talking to somebody else, I mean, I don't, what I, my tactic now is to, to be really hostile and horrible to them immediately and then kind of do this thing where it's sort of like, oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I meant to say, could you please quiet down? What came out? You know, that kind of, <laughs> like, whoopsie doo. Yeah, oh, I don't I know what I just said. That's, I'm sorry. Why is that lady crying and leaving? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just couldn't get, I mean, you do real sets, but it's like, I found I just found it so weird that because it was like ever, there was in, no matter what club there's always the drunk guy that goes take your top off, and I want to be like well what I'm in a dress yeah yeah it's, it's gonna be hard because it's all it's coming not off. a two piece and then I'm just it's a mess and but the only way to get them to be quiet yeah. was like well now I couldn't just say one thing and move on right from that person. Right. I'm like, now out of my six-minute set, because I'm just starting- I got a babysit. I have to do four minutes, and I have to annihilate you yeah. in a way that I don't want to do this. But if I don't truly embarrass you to your core, we're now- yeah. How are we going to move forward? You're, you're, then I can't move forward. And then right after that, so now you finally shut up, and I have to be like, hey, the craziest thing happened mm-hmm. to me. I was like, That's there's no- I can't transition. make. I yeah. can't flip that switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I was like, I yeah, can't, you can't, I can't be like, do this. You just level someone and go like, yeah. pasta. That's why all you know? your friends hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Craziest thing happened on an airplane. Yeah. They're like, no, we we just saw your true colors and <laughs> right. you're a monster. Right, we saw the monster. We saw through it. <laughs> did, but did you do you do you believe you have uh, you're angry in there or were? No, I think I was. You know, I had more. I think I was way more likely up until like you know, through my early 20s to get like, oh, just like I'm irritated and like things are go. you know, you're working like 15 jobs and yeah. you're just like tired and yeah, yeah. mad. That, and like, you know, life's a jip. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 23. <laughs> I should be rolling. It should all be going my way. Yeah. You know, when well, did you finish college? No, I've got so much to offer. <laughs> are you doing anything to do that? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I'm going out a lot after my four shifts at work, and then I don't feel good in the mornings. But other than that... Yeah, I'm hungover all the time. I hate my job. That's my resources. I make... Every night I spend more than I made that day. Continuously. So, okay, so after... You you went to college for a little while? Yeah, I did. I went like a year and a half-ish. Where? 
Southern Illinois. So you didn't get out of Illinois. You went right from Catholic school. Yeah. And like when you were in your Robert Smith, uh, Susie phase, were you, was there a lot of partying involved? Yes. Yeah. Like that was my main thing in college. I was like, well, I'm booking bands now. Oh, you booked bands? At at this like local pizza thing where they let it. And I was like, if I would have put a quarter of that energy (laughs) into like classes. Yeah. I would have been okay. So Instead, at some point you let like, that drift too? You weren't doing the homework? I was just like, and... I wanted to go to New York. Right. And my parents are like, you'll kill yourself in New York. And I was like, oh, which I totally would have killed myself in just New York. Just not on purpose. Idiot. No, just yeah. like going out to my, I mean, I was just like, I want to be in a city. I've been on a farm. Like and I just wanted to be in a city. Yeah. And... Were you bringing real bands in? No, I was bringing bringing in like my friends. Oh, so <laughs> so it was like it was like crazy, you know. <laughs> so it was just a big. But the, we were booking like every once in a while, somebody's like so and so from St. Louis, and we we're like, ooh, <laughs> the city. <laughs> but you were sort of involved with uh, whatever the rural punk rock scene yes. was. Or, yes, or what, that was, and punk. just going out. It yeah. was like where where is the low grade beer coming from? Yeah. And what are we doing after everything closes? It was just like, oh, it was yeah. just so fun. I just yeah. felt like, this is what it's about. I'm yeah. like, I could have hit a class. Oh, yeah. We used to hang out in front of liquor stores, get old people to buy our liquor. Yeah. Did you? That. We would send in uh, Kristen, yeah. who was our most developed friend. Yeah. And we all thought she looked the oldest. Yeah. So we would just whore her out. Did she have fake ID? No, she would just go up to Confidence. somebody. We're like, she's pretty uh, and she has a very large chest. And we're yeah. like, go get us some beer. Find, you know, and you, it worked. Yeah, yeah. And then you go drive around. I know. <laughs> it's like the word, like, what are you thinking? And also, if some yeah. kid came up to me in a liquor store yeah. and asked me- I always me, wonder about that. I was, I'd be like, no. I always, what are you doing? Who but, are those people? I always think about that. But you never went to somebody that you, th- I mean, you went to like the sleaziest person- well, I think there's that them. moment, like I think what happens in people if they hate themselves enough mm-hmm. is just sort of like, I remember being that kid. Oh. I'm going to help him out and give him a six of Heineken, whatever. Do you think that was it of like, oh, you poor son of a bitch? Well, yeah. That you was might, me. Yeah, yeah maybe. Like, yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I don't know what else it would be, but for some reason, it seems like, I don't know, I'm 54, so like, it didn't seem like drinking and driving was popular. It was not an issue. <laughs> Nobody seemed to. Nobody seemed talking to mind. about it. Yeah. I remember we got pulled over yeah. in, a, in my friend's huge station wagon, like a like a crazy one of yeah. those big old ones when I was in high school. And there were I think seven of us in the back, like the wagon part. Yeah. And there were just there were just beer cans everywhere, and right. like we were going somewhere, and the cops pulled us over. He did the light thing, talked to the driver, who she was actually not drinking, and yeah. like went back, looked in the back seat, and then looked in the back, and there's like seven girls rattling around back there with like 800 beers, and he was just like, have a good night. <laughs> and I think about, like, I think about that all the time. I was just like, in what world yeah. do you not get us out of the car? And we all were like, you know, 16. Yeah, it's the same world where his buddy probably bought you beer. <laughs> Probably, yes. or he wasn't in his uniform. We were well, like, "Excuse me, sir." Were you driving around in the in the sticks though? Because the sticks have different rules. Sticks have different rules. No, this was like in the in the big city of Joliet, Illinois, uh, where the prison is. Sure, sure. Not to be showy. Yeah. But wow. Yeah, we drive by Statesville. So all right, so you go to college for a year and a half, and just what what happens? And then I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I wanted to like, were I wanted you still to go wearing to FIT. The hair with the... Yes. Oh, so FIT, still. that was the plan? Yeah. So you were going to go further with the hair. 
And yeah, I wanted you. I was like, I'm going into fashion because I took, you know, I took clothing and textile classes at school. Yeah. And I wanted to make clothes. Yeah. And then they're like, we're going to make pot holders. I was like, I don't want a home at class. Oh. Like, I want to make a suit. I want to make this. I'm like, I've been scared. Like, I knew how to yeah. sew. Did you like, make a suit? Not there because yeah. they were like, we're going to start with potholders. Potholders? That's what I said. I said, this is, and I was like, this is lame. This isn't what? a fashion class. I said, I, I know how to make clothing. Yeah. And she goes, then you should make a very good potholder. Oh, wow. So my response to like that is, same... I'm never showing up here again. <laughs> it's like the nun of a different uh, denomination. That's what it felt like. It felt like I yeah. finally went to college and I thought we were going to be like discussing things and doing really creative stuff. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, this is the same crap from high school where it's just a teacher that doesn't really care being like and i was like a potholder and that was that for that yeah that that was the end of the fashion dream no i made clothes on my own and for a while i was yeah for a while i was gonna make um i started meeting with drag queens because i was gonna make them yeah start doing gowns and stuff because i was like that's fun nope Southern Illinois. Right. So what what city? That's Carbondale. Okay. So was uh was there en- enough of a drag queen resource? Yeah. Oh, there good. really was. There yeah. was a good uh there was some good shows. Yeah. And you and you started doing that? I never ended up doing it, but yeah. like I remember like meeting with a bunch of people and yeah. then like they it's like couldn't make up their mind or like didn't want to actually pay enough for it. Did you make your own clothes? I sometimes would make my own, but I would always alter, like change stuff. Like if uh, I'd get something, I'd be like, I should rip that in half and then do that. Like I loved monkeying with stuff. And a lot of eyeliner. So much eyeliner. <laughs> and white, like white stage makeup, <laughs> like full true kabuki. <laughs> and then just like black mascara on my eyebrows. And like, you know, I would like put trying, like put big rectangles over uh, my eyes. And then of course, if somebody looked, be like, what are you looking at? Right. Sure. Like don't, you, you don't get it. I was it. like, do you look back on that? How do you feel about that girl now? I think I was <laughs> bored, and I think it was pretty funny. Like, I remember just doing certain things and being like, that's crazy. Like, like at one what? point I shaved. I came home from a – I would spend the night yeah. downtown Chicago with, like, a friend that had already gone to college. Yeah. And I came home, and I had my head wrapped, and I had shaved, the, I'd say, an inch and a half of my hairline, yeah. like bald. Yeah. And I put, I continued the white kabuki makeup up oh my onto God. my skull. And my sister, I came home and Margie <laughs> goes, is anybody going to stop her? And I thought, it, I was like, look, my head looks malformed. And I just, I thought it was the funniest thing. And I still had the rest of my head. They thought I shaved the whole thing. Yeah. And like finally the scarf came out. But it was more bizarre that my hairline. Like three inches? Like an inch and a half, which I'll tell you what, you get this curve in with makeup that yeah. it's it's a real head turner. Yeah. Because people are like, what's what? wrong with her head? And I'd be like, it looks crazy, right? And it didn't bother me at all. I just thought it was the, for some reason, I thought it was really, really funny to just do things that were like so unappealing and like so weird looking. But I was like, I, I don't know. I was fascinated with like what you could do. And what did you, did you, what did your parents say? They were like, oh my God, Missy. <laughs> what is, what are, you're making choices that I was like, I know, look at it from profile. Yeah. I mean, it really looks like I've had a head injury. They were like, Jesus. Cause like a year earlier, I was like kind of preppy and like I was a cheerleader and I did tennis. Oh yeah. And I was student council. And then the next year I was like, fuck it. I should probably just start going downtown Chicago. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was I, like a pretty sudden switch. But and that's I think, no, I think that's about right, right? It's when you're supposed yes, to do I that. I got bored. I but you bored. weren't mean to your parents. You weren't like, fuck you or anything. I wasn't, gr- from like 16 to 18, I was a, a bit of a dick. Yeah. And I don't know why. And it went, it, it started really suddenly and it went off really suddenly. Like, I remember going off and being like, oh my God, I gotta call mom. <laughs> And I called her and I was like, I'm so sorry for the last two years. I don't, because they're super nice. They're super supportive. And I just suddenly was like, oh, drop me off down the street. I don't want anyone to know that like I'm not driving myself. And that was like at 15. She was right. like, well, n- none of you are driving. Nobody, none of your friends have your license yet. And I was like, oh, you don't get it. And then I'd walk by all my friends' cars and I'd be like, hey, Mrs. Carner. Like I had no problem. Right. And I'd say hello to all their moms. Right. But suddenly, it was like that really cliche thing of like, I was just suddenly like, so, I just wanted to be older. Yeah, and, right. And so I just acted out and I was like, I was so, I was such a jerk to them. And That's then when so I realized, I still to this day, sometimes I'm like, I am sorry about that couple of years. Like you're, just like, just you're just like belligerent and like, you know. Just... Yeah, and I just wanted to stay out. And they're like, you're not coming home at two in the morning. You're yeah. s- you're. 16 years old and i was like this is crazy and he's like no it's crazy that you want to first of all you shouldn't be downtown chicago he's like i moved to a farm to keep my children out of chicago and i can't keep you from going to chicago and that's where you'd go yeah and what'd you do in chicago we'd go to we'd go to clubs and we'd go to like there was like a juice bar called medusa's that oh. was 18 or under but it was like a full club and 18 i or thought over? 18 and under. Oh, 18 and yeah. under? Yeah. So, so if you're over bar, 18, you couldn't go? I don't know about that. Oh. I wasn't. Yeah. But it was like, it felt like a real club. And then we'd, you know, eventually got IDs and we'd sneak into like the Metro and- All right. You got fake in IDs. In Berlin, yeah. Yeah. And then, and, but it's like, we just wanted to like dance. I mean, we would drink, but the main thing I was like, they're all going to like Tom's house, like we've been doing since freshman year and having the same party. I was like, we are downtown Chicago yeah. listening to like- unbelievable music and yeah. it's like I, I'm not surrounded by the same 14 people it was just like the most exciting thing well ever. thank god that you did that <laughs> seriously because you have to do that you've got to want to get so out I, I wanted to get out I was in New Mexico and there was I wanted nothing where more did to... you go like to what was your get out place? well in New Mexico you got your driver's license at 15 so and then oh. like I got a job by the university so I was engaging with freak people like older weirdos <laughs> and like like the guy who worked at the record store next door turned me on to all this weird music yeah. and then there was a whole art scene there was a like you know, New Mexico Uni- University of New Mexico had like there was a lot of artists there so I was sort of hold, hanging out like going to weird parties with you know. everybody was older than you? Yeah, I yeah. remember bringing one of my my townie buddies to one of these college parties with all these freaks like, you know, like there was like a bondage theme. It was like weird oh art my stuff. God. And I remember my buddy we walk in and he was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, these are college. What the fuck <laughs> are we doing?" This is college. <laughs> this is the goal. <laughs> Just, Some guys just in a latex suit. There was one of those guys. It wasn't like oh. a, a whole gay thing, but there was a the guy who I knew from the record store had a band that only played twice a year, and they wore surgical suits and they broke uh, fiesta wear, and it was you know oh, it was complicated. But hard. isn't it like once you see that, even as a oh yeah, it's still just like oh. well, it's kind of hard to go back to like someone's parents' basement. It is. Like yeah. after you see, like, sure, because you're like, there's a world out there, yeah, that I don't understand at all. No, and I want to be part of it. Yeah, for God's sake. So, so when did you get out? When do you, when did you decide to leave? 
SIU? Yeah, do when, go do like be funny. How when one I, day, what I was moved the, what, to, what clicked in your brain that realized you're like, I can't make my own clothes? I moved to, because school was not working out for me. My sister was in Boulder, Colorado. And I was like, I guess I'll go visit. And I stayed there for, I don't know, not a full year. But I had one of my best friends who was in New York came out to visit me. He's like, what are you doing here? In Boulder? Yeah. Were you just like, working? Um, I work at a farmer's market. <laughs> um, I was trying to get this shoe. Like there was an actual like a shoe cobbler that I kept trying to talk into, like teaching me how to make shoes. That wasn't working out. And he's like, no, what are you doing here? Like, what are you? Why are you in Boulder, Colorado? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, you're just he's lost? He's like, you should come to, you. and I was like, well, I want to come to New York, but I have like... I think I had like $35 and he's like, just get a ticket and wow. you can move in with me. And saved it. That, who was that person? Brian Atwood. He saved you. one of my closest friends from high school and, and I moved in with him. Of course, when I got to New York, yeah, like after the like ride in, yeah. it had like, you know, then I had like $9 left for my big <laughs> move and he was staying on someone's couch. He didn't really even have his own no, place? No. So I came with all these bags and this girl was like- what? I'm like, I'm here, uh, Brian's advice. She's like, he doesn't live here. He's staying on my couch. I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, oh boy. Like, I don't have enough money to go. I can't go anywhere. I have no money. So this girl, I just remember How old her. you? 20? Yeah. She was just, she was so mad at me. And I was like, I know it's weird, but I mean, I literally cannot go anywhere else. And we stayed there for like, you know, until we got our own apartment. I was like, oh my God. And he he would, just never thought to mention, by the way. I don't really live at the place? I don't live there, but come on out. The, I, I'm curious about the cobbler. But what was that relationship? Is it- well, I kept me. I was like trying to like, I was drawing bags for her and I was trying to get her labels. And I just went into like, I said, I'll just help you do whatever you need done. Yeah. If you teach me how to make shoes, because yeah. she'd like do it on last and did the, and I was like, that would be amazing. Did you make any shoes? No, she oh. kept just putting it off. But oh. I, I think I cleaned her place a lot. <laughs> The shoe dream never yeah, manifested. The shoe dream never manifested, but boy, were her floors clean. <laughs> All right, so you're in New York, no money. You're you're doing jobs. Like I'm trying to figure out the first. I moved in with Brian. Yeah. We went to um, we went to a grocery store, and he picked up a Village Voice. Yeah, and he said, "You're going to do stand up tomorrow night." And it was the second. That was the first he, night in. So he knew you were funny, and you had no. You had not discussed that or anything. We had always done this thing called Miss Why yeah. and that was like kind of an alter ego and we would always make up these stories yeah. and when we were out like I'd tell I'd tell kind of like long weird stories yeah. and he's like you have to do it you have to do it and we never really talked about doing it it was just like a thing we did when yeah. we were goofing around yeah. and he's like you're gonna do stand up tomorrow and being 20 I was like alright and you did didn't it. think about it yeah. didn't write anything just got up where and um Stand Up New York was yeah. the first place. My favorite place was the Duplex. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, I'm but a- Stand Up New York was the. Yeah, that was a weird room. Upper, yeah, and it's you know, especially when you're it's, you're doing an open mic. Yeah, and it's a weird thin room, and that stage was kind of narrow, and yeah, I everybody's would... rooting against everybody, which yeah. I was like, hmm, was kind how'd of you weird. do? I didn't do terribly because she. I got to come back. But I'm sure, like, if you, if I'm sure, if I watched it now, it would be like the hackiest uh-huh. hack stuff. Yeah, but and you then, didn't, you didn't walk in with stand up. How long did you do it? 
I did it probably only six months. Uh-huh. And then I, I just didn't like the heckling stuff. I couldn't get past. Take your top off? Yeah, take your top off. And I was just bored with it. I was like, oh, God, it's not even a different line. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it was like, and I dressed kind of like a drag queen. Like I'd go with like wigs and like I was pretty exaggerated looking on yeah. stage. So I was yeah. like, really? <laughs> this, like, I, really? I, I, this I didn't is hide not, myself like... well enough. I'm not, I didn't desexualize enough. For you. <laughs> I was like, what, what do I have to dress? I was just, I just got tired of it. So I was like, maybe, maybe I'll just go and do like something else. So I started an acting class and then I never went back to it. Now I'm too chicken. Oh. But, now but, I find it terrifying. Well, but uh, yeah, I guess oh, okay. Yeah, I mean I, that makes sense. How, which acting class did you did you stay in that? I I did. I did it for two years. Which one? Michael Harney, who oh, is I know a, that guy. He's an amazing actor. He was on uh, True Detectives. Yeah, he was on Orange is the, he's the warden on yeah. Orange is the New Black. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was. It was a very serious class. It was a two year program. Well, what was it? What school? Like, uh, it was his acting. Okay. It was his acting school, and it, we were Meisner trained. Yeah. And um, like no business talk. He's like, I don't want to see headshots. I don't want to talk. I don't want anybody talking about auditions. Just yeah. Come in here and learn to act and keep all that. So you did Meisner sort of like you know listening and yeah. You have engaging. a blue shirt. I you have a blue shirt. I have a blue shirt. I have a blue shirt. You like, have a just, blue shirt. Yeah. And it went on. And for some reason, I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. It is pretty good. It, it locks you into something. It totally does. I, I loved it. And it like I, it totally made sense to my head that it wasn't about the words as, as much as it was like what you were. I was like, it's a perfect example of it doesn't matter what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I And gets you present? It. Yeah. Wow. And so you did that for two years? Mm-hmm. And then you got an agent? No, I couldn't figure that part out. Oh. I just kept putting on plays and like one act things with other people where in like, I I would get it together in New York like yeah some random room and we the goal was just to make enough money if we could like break even right then we could like go to the next one and break even on that were so they just, were they comedies no no you never do, comedies. So you were serious. Oh, all all dramatic stuff how did that hit I did a lot how, of how the wheels come off I, of that <laughs> I moved I finally moved to LA because I was like I don't know how to get an agent and I never wanted to leave New York, but I moved out here and moved in with a friend who let me move into a studio, uh-huh. which was very nice. Yeah. Um, and my sister had sent me something ripped out of a magazine on Groundlings, and I was like, "L.A. theater will be amazing." Mm. I didn't know. Yeah. I'd never been here before, so. But but you but you, so you just did that on a whim too. You just came out here. Yeah, and again, I was completely broke, but I knew like it wasn't. I was doing plays all the time, but I was like, I don't know how to make this a, I don't know sure. how to make it a yeah. living. Where, how do like, you, uh, what, what's, get, someone show me the portal. Yeah, because I was like, I just, I don't get it. I oh, don't yeah, know how you break in. Varney said no headshots. So like, we're not going <laughs> to learn about business. We're not going to know, which is like, fine. You which know? is actually like, it was kind of great because that never entered into it. Yeah. It wasn't part of like, who's doing what. Yeah. I just always remember like the, what was it? Like the toy, f- um, Oh, there was a toy thing that happened once a year. Uh, toy like, drive, he, or you got to bring toys? No, in? No, it was like the toy fair. Yeah, and all these like all these huge companies came, and yeah. it's like that's where people started getting jobs. And I was the like, toy fair. Yeah, it was like I'm playing Barbie. Oh, and, I like, see. Somebody really like <laughs> yeah, so they cast. Yeah, and actually. so like whoever you were playing at that because yeah. it was supposed to be like really good money, and uh-huh. I could never. I was like, oh my god, I can't even get. I can't even get like I'm a Rubik's cube. Like, there was just nothing. An undone. Yeah, and it was a real, like, it was that point in the year where everybody was like, yeah, 
I am Barbie. Oh, really? That was like I'm still nannying and working two shifts. You nannied? Oh yeah, I nannied for a long time in New York. In New York and in L.A. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a nice gig. It was real. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I loved the kids. I loved the family. Being in other people's houses. Yeah, in a nicer house. I was like, oh, (laughs) you live so nicely. And I moved in with a really lovely family, and I was like, I have my own bathroom. <laughs> like in New York, I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. I felt like, I was like, oh my God, I have like a benefactor. This was like the greatest. She was like, sorry, the room is so small. I was like, it's mine. I'd been living on like a floor. How long did you live with them? I lived with them a couple of years. Wow. Yeah, I went from there to LA, but I was like, well, I was like crushed leaving. I was really close to them. Yeah, and what you left because you had to follow the dream. I just knew I needed to do something different. I was I, like, I'm not figuring it out here. Yeah, I, but that's so funny because I don't, you probably noticed, like I noticed, like I didn't, I didn't, I just assumed that it would all just fall into place without having any knowledge of it whatsoever if I just showed up at the place. Yes. And eventually. I'm working so hard. Right. Like somebody does, don't these people come and see plays? Right. You have Which, no idea how like show no, business works. None. It's weird. None. And, th- and you realize after you've been out here a while that that still exists. There's just a, a, a world of people that are like, When's it? I know. It's, it's like I'm doing monologues in my bedroom. Yeah. I don't see why it's not working. I put them. On, I put them online. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's like it's hard to crack the code. It I really is, and people are resistant to somebody new, and and you don't know what managers are are good or what agents are good, and you know, sometimes. No. You, Oh, so you come out here and you go to Groundlings. That's where you learned. I probably that's I I, I think of that like my college. I feel well, like that's you, where I learned. You took everything. the class. Took classes. Yeah. And then eventually got in Sunday Company, and then eventually got. In, I was there for twelve or thirteen years before you did anything. Um, I started doing a show during the time there. Yeah. But you know, up until I wasn't work. Certainly wasn't working very much. Like I still had. I always had like. To, like a couple jobs. So you were in Sunday Company. When who was your who was your crew? It was cr- like Kristen Wiig, Annie Mumolo, Maya Rudolph, Jim Rash, Nat Faxon, like a really kind of crazy. Jim Rash. I just saw his movie on the plane. Oh, you did the way way back. Which, isn't it good? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, so we had kind of a crazy group. Like I remember Maya got a show, and we were all like, <gasps> but right. we also were all kind of. You know, she just seemed magical. She seems magical. Like, she still seems magical, but now yeah. I know her really well. At the yeah. time, we were just like, of course she did. Yeah. Because she's amazing. And then, like, left that show to go do SNL. And we were like, what? You're leaving one show to do SNL? Like, it just was, like, crazy. But you knew once you were in Groundlings for a little while, but that, that was possible. That it wasn't Then like it a- became... And I felt like I found... Also, I don't think I would have stayed in L.A. without Groundlings. I think I just needed to find other... It was like you literally found your other like and what you learn strange there? people. Yeah, I mean, like what? What? How did like? Because you have like there, you have a style about you, and I think that it seems that like people who work in sketch who have the freedom to improvise and and create characters, but you do. I think you seem to figure out over time what is funny about you. I think you at least learn that look, what's funny to you, and all you can do is that. Yeah. Because if you don't think it's funny, it's like if I truly think something's not funny, I'm like, I can't pull that off. Right. But like, but when you're on stage in a live situation, you start to realize, yes. like, I'm going to do this thing now and because it's going to get a laugh. And the adjustment right. is to me 
the most addicting thing. The adjustment. The adjustment of if it's working or if it's not working. Yeah. And if you alter something and you catch them, yeah. then I'm like, oh my God. Like the second I felt that, and it's also, I felt it the other way, but he times where I'm like, ooh, they, they are not enjoying what I'm dishing out right now. And I think that maybe teaches you more than anything. It's yeah. the bomb. Like when we all get together, it's like, it's the bombs we talk about. Oh, and it's just... not like, remember that great scene? It's like, remember when you were so embarrassed? Like, remember when people hated your guts on stage and like verbally <laughs> hated you? I'm like, yeah, remember yeah. that? Remember quite a few of those. <laughs> Finding that and I think just being like, if I never worked, I was like, I found where I should be. Yeah. Right, and I don't. I don't care. I'll, I'll keep doing other jobs and just keep doing this. But when, when, when you think, when you say like the adjustment, like that seems to be like a tool of some kind. Like, like you know, like like when you did, like Gilmore Girls was not the most ex- extreme character, but you know, but you had to be, you had to be there, yeah. for everybody, yeah. and show up. But it wasn't like over the top, no. So how well, how do you construct a regular character like that? I think it's still like from care. I mean, I still think you have to. I always feel like I have to like my characters, yeah, even yeah, if yeah. even if they're terribly flawed. I mean, even if they seem like monsters in yeah. my head, I'm like, but I know what they mean. I yeah. know like their intent. Like I kind and that of that show was written to, like you know when it's written when it's there. You're like, oh, okay. It, it was written to be done word for word yeah. like that. So yeah. there was n- absolutely no, there was no uh, looseness to that. And they had you, a real style. How'd you get that gig? Um, Alex Borstein <laughs> was in, she actually got it first uh-huh. and then I think she couldn't get out of her mad TV contract huh? and so oh. they re- did, I know I was like oh so she's working now she's working now she's good everybody yeah. she's just fine she's on the, the yeah. amazing Miss Maisel yeah same same creator as Gilmore yeah yeah, and she's so funny. Oh, that's funny. I mean, that's I was, true. Yeah. It's like, guess what? Yeah. We're going to make like, this gonna right. We're going to make this right. And I don't blame her. I was like, uh, Alex is really funny, but she she couldn't do it. And then they saw all these people, and that was like, that was the first. I mean, I got that job, and I think I was 29, and I was about to be 30 the next week, and I thought, all right, this has been a solid 10, 10 years of like grinding it and I was like you I'll were, just stay in production I was like a production coordinator and oh, oh so that's what you're doing point, for money I was like yeah. yeah at that point I was and I was like if I don't get something by the time I'm 30 yeah. I had a week i had been telling myself this for like six months I yeah. was like don't don't chase it if it's not meant to yeah. be yeah and I was like I like doing production I yeah. said at 30 you're you're gonna just go for that yeah and then I got Gilmore when I like a week away from being thirty. It's weird. You probably could have been all right with production. I liked. I mean, yeah. I, I I still was like there. There's real creativity in it, and it's sure, like and you're you still can, making something, and you're engaging with people all yeah. the time. You're like, where's the? How come craft yeah. services isn't? Yeah, <laughs> I was went run, running around being like, I'll get it. Why am I still lifting cases of water? <laughs> but Gilmore Girls, Jesus, that was a great run. Crazy, because that went seven. That goes seven years. Eight years, seven yeah. years, and I people think seven love years. it. Yeah, they watch it compulsively. They Maybe I'm just really... talking about the one weird girl I went out with for a while. <laughs> no, there's a whole people really. They were like, I grew up with that. My mom and I watched it. Like a lot of stories about. It. It's the only time my mom and I talked during like that stage of right. my life. Yeah. It's like it's. That's what they tell you. Yeah, yeah. It really I was, was like, a. Oh, geez. It really brought people together. Yeah, I dated a woman who would. It would. It was like her medication. 
She really? Would, yeah, she would watch repeats of the Gilmore Girls. It was it was a, it got a little <laughs> ugly, but uh, over time, it didn't work out. <laughs> But it was one of the ways she treated herself. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd come home and she'd be in it. And I'd be like, how many times have you seen this episode? Like, I, I can't even count anymore. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in the other room and go out to the garage. But uh, <laughs> but, it, but, but it, it, as a testament to, to the work, it did help her. That's what I'm saying. There. It was sure. A, yeah. That's what you mean. So... <laughs> <laughs> But so, th- so that was that was uh, like seven years. Yeah, and that's all you did. did. Were you still doing the Groundlings during the time? Yeah, and oh, doing, I was still. Did... I was still. I did the Groundlings the whole time. And movies. Um, I did a couple like tiny little parts. And you were just like funny moments. Yeah, just a couple lines here and there. The, the, and... The, the funny woman with the two lines. Yes. Yeah. That was probably going to be cut out. What are you lately. fellas doing? Yeah. yeah. I'm the crazy neighbor. <laughs> Get out of my bushes. But so, but you were known from the Gilmore Girls, but you didn't, it wasn't like you didn't break out, right? No, it was wonderful, steady work that right. I had never even imagined. Yeah. Yeah. And then what, and then what, what happened? So you, after, that's a long time. It's a long time. So many years. Did another little, a sh- uh, little show called, is it I Am Sam? Sam? Oh, no, Samantha Who. Oh, I went yeah, back yeah. to like the first name. Yeah. Samantha Who, which was really fun, yeah. and then, but it didn't last. It didn't survive that writer's strike. Right. And then- And then really like the first thing where I was like, I felt like, which was probably why I thought I for sure wasn't going to get it, is was Bridesmaids. Yeah. And that it's, was before Mike and Molly? I feel like I did that the summer before I started Mike and Molly. Okay, Bridesmaids. So it was like right right before it. I think I was started on Mike and Molly before it had even aired. And like that, it, I mean, my, right. Bridesmaids hadn't come out yet. And Bridesmaids was like huge. And and it was so strange because those were all my friends from Groundlings. Yeah. So they were like, well, wait, are, is anybody going to see that? Like, is this just funny to us? Because that's what we've was, been who doing. Who did that? Paul Feig? Paul Feig. And you directed know, and, it, and, and was Kristen Wendy and, in the? She was in the Groundlings with you. Yeah, we were she, all in the company together, she, and then I, we were making a movie. We're like, and, but, what the hell's happening? But that was so smart because y'all knew how to work with each other, right? Yeah, Rose, Rose was really the only one we didn't know, and that took like thirteen minutes before we were all like, she's great. I mean, it was just like right. She it was you got such, that character totally, yeah. and it was. Well, I talked so to Wendy. Sweet. She's like a trip. She's a trip. She really is. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> She, like I, I like I got the feeling that she was still on the fence about you know, whether she should be working at the hotel still. <laughs> like literally, uh, she's well, on the Goldberg job. Right, yeah, that, she's yeah. that kind of person. Totally. And she, I think she still lives down by her parents. She does. Yeah. And I was like, you don't want to move into LA? She's, oh God, no. Oh <laughs> no. And she always has an amazing amount of like jams and jellies, and she's always got some kind of like emollient or like a wonderful like hand <laughs> hand cleanser in her bag. I'm always like, what do you have? It's like a pharmacy in there. <laughs> yeah, so that changed everything. The bridesmaids. You got it, didn't you? You got an Oscar nomination for that, yeah, right? Crazy. That's exciting. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Yeah, nuts. And then, but then the movie career starts, and then the Mike and Molly go. It never stops. <laughs> <laughs> never you do, stops. You do. You, yeah. you got to deal with uh, Billy every day. Yeah. Oh, he's a great guy. Sweet son of a bitch. Yeah, he is. Every day he'd come in and be like, "Well, they let me on the lot again. I don't know what's going on." <laughs> and his like fifties car. I was like, he's like the cl- like. I yeah. feel like we met. 
and I literally was like, I think I just met who was supposed to be my brother. Yeah. Like I loved, I love him so much. Yeah. He's, I mean, you know, he's yeah. just bigger than life. But you guys were, you guys hit it off right away. And right you... away. That whole group did. That was like a dreamy uh, cast where and we that, all And just that got show along. was on for another seven or eight years. I think right? seven, six. six or seven years. I and, the, and both of those are like, well, like Gilmore Girls, you did another, did you do, you did the new one too, right? I did. I went in for a day. Yeah. Okay. And then in that, but the syndication, crazy, right? So you were good. Crazy. It's <laughs> you were you were all set. Well, I mean, syndication for the actors doesn't always mean so much. That's right. But but when it's one hundred and twenty episodes, yeah. I mean, it takes I mean, a while for those checks to like, be three dollars. Like, yeah, and then you're getting down to like yeah, thirty nine yeah. cents. You, you still put it in the bank, though, don't you? Y- yes. <laughs> Except when they're really low. my husband Ben does a thing where when yeah. when you get something under like fifty cents, yeah. He always signs it over to a friend oh, and like makes it, it kind of slides it across the table yeah, yeah. with like a really creepy wink. Sure, get yourself a and soda. they cash it. Like then they all everybody does it back and forth to oh, each that's other. Funny. If it's like super low, it gets signed that's over. That's the game. Yeah. When did you meet Ben? Technically, I met him at Groundlings. Uh huh. Like our, I want to say second round, like first day of class, we sat next to each other. Oh, so it goes back, yeah. But then weirdly. I went to Southern Illinois University, and he grew up in Carbondale. So, so that was the connection? That was the connection, because I said, I went to SIU, kind of, nobody's yeah. heard of Carbondale, and it went around the room, and he's like, thanks, I'm from Carbondale. Yeah. I was like, oh, sorry. Did you say, no, you remember me? I had my head shaved I, up to Once the top. we became really good friends, like a yeah. week or two in, he said, oh my God, I knew who you were, I know who you were. And I said, no, you wouldn't recognize me. He goes, I was afraid of you. And I said, oh, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. He goes, we were at a party together. Get out he of goes, here. He was in high school because he's three years younger. He goes, I was friends with a bunch of the gothic girls in high school. Yeah. That like always would try to go to like one of the parties. He goes, we were at a party together because you had the most gack on. Oh, really? And he goes, so you were, I was like, probably a full length cape, something subtle. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it was we you. Were, he remembered yeah, you. Yeah, so like 10 years before we met, really, we were at a party together That's wild. in Southern Illinois. I know. Isn't that weird? It's crazy. I know. It's and, and how long did you did you date before you got married? Like six years or so. Wow. A while. So did you ever audition for SNL? No. Never happened? No. Every time they would come like once to, to Groundlings, they would, SNL would always come to Groundlings like once or twice a year. And I did almost every show, and I swear to God, for like the 13 years I was there, it was like I took one show off. And yeah. They were like, oh, SNL came. <laughs> I was like, God <laughs> damn, are you kidding me? It's so much. It's, every single time they were like, we never saw, like how, just the odds of it, how did we not see you? I'm like, I'm telling you, in a year, I would not make one show, and it would be the one time you were there. Wild. I mean, not that I would have gotten it, but it was just like, it was heartbreaking. Like the timing of it was like crushing to me. Oh, at that time? Sure, yeah, it's the worst. Why can't, like you're just, like how did that happen to me? Just built, it built the engine. Yeah. The engine. (laughs) It built the fury. The the disappointment and rage. Yes, just the, nothing but but mistakes. It's so much more exciting to go back the way you went back. You hosted it how many times? I've hosted it five times now. And that's great. And the Spicer but, thing, you can just show up and do, be, <laughs> just be a, be a man, be the true man I lose am. Lose your mind, start screaming and running yeah. around. 
That Whatever a, gets me on a podium in New York City is okay. But that with was me. such a relief for everybody. Jeez, because that <sighs> happened when you know, like it, it's it's it, we've all gotten numb to the scariness of it all. But Jesus, at that moment you did that, we we're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like I just remember when they Kent Sublet, who's also another friend from Groundlings. Yeah. He was he's one of the head writers there now. Uh-huh. And I was there shooting something. He's like, you think you could come in and. Do you have any interest in playing Spicer? And I was like, "What? How am I going to do Spicer?" It's like I don't do impersonate. Like I, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. And I was like, "It's just I don't know. I don't know if I want to get into that." Right. It just seems so. And like, he talked you into it. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, it's impossible. How am I going to become Spicer?" And then yeah. the special effects guy's like, "Not that hard." As he's like staring at you, like we could make you a man in like thirteen minutes. I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, can you at least say it'll be harder? Yeah. He's like, it's going to be pretty easy. Yeah. And then you did it like a bunch of times. I did it a bunch, yeah. And what was going on? Like, I remember that moment where he came out, they brought him at the Academy Awards. It was like, why did, what were they doing? It's very strange. I know, because I they cut I'd, right to you. and you're like, Which, I didn't know a camera, but I was just like, I just didn't know what was, I was like, why are you here? Yeah. I couldn't figure that out. I was like, you're not a sidekick to me. Yeah. I'm still waiting for you to like apologize yeah. to the country. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you, don't, well, you don't get to move right into like. And were you, were you on, you were in the audience though, weren't you? Mm-hmm. But like, did you interact with that guy? No. No. No, I had no interest. But you got, uh, you, uh, they, they claim that you helped him lose his job, which is fine. <laughs> was, That's was, yeah. better than hang out. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I think you, you. You know, you get into that stuff. I was like, I truly am like, you can't move on with, at least with me or so many people. It's like, we need a hardcore apology. Right. You have to full mea culpa for that stuff. It wouldn't even be enough. That guy was, those those people are deficit of something. But like your characterization of him was just so uh, (laughs) relieving and funny and just like, you know, it, it was somehow or another, we just, you were able to, Watching it, you're like, yeah, he probably is like that. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Well, and it's funny. I, I had been really busy for like three days, and I hadn't read anything. I was like, I haven't seen a paper. I haven't uh, done anything. Oh, after you did it? You mean? Uh, no, uh, after, between oh, one of them. Yeah. And they called, and they sent a script, and I was, I think I was still in New York. And I said, you know, I said, I think what you vote, we've, you guys have done so well is always used real stuff. Like mm-hmm. what I'm saying is quotes, which yeah. I think is why it works so much. Because yeah. I was like, I never want to go mean. I don't want to just take a stab. I'd rather use use their own words. So you, oh, you actually did. I mean, I didn't, but it was like that was a part of. I was like, I think to keep it funny, you use their own words against them. Yeah. So if we start just making fun of them, then we lose it. It'll then, look. It'll then look. it gets nasty. Right. And I, like and I said, you know, so if we can take out this thing where he's hiding in the bushes. Um, and Kent was like, what? I said, well, it's just, I mean, it's funny, but it's like now we like, if we go crazy, then everybody's crazy. And he yeah. goes, what hole have you been in? I was like, I haven't looked at a paper in three days. Like I'm in a complete vacuum. And he goes, it's true. He hid in the bushes. And I was like, I'll be right in. <laughs> I literally was like, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm literally hailing a cab as we, t- as, as we speak. Yeah. I just jumped out a window and I landed on top of a cab. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I felt like my brain cracked in half. Yeah, but, uh, but I thought you were great in St. Vincent. Now, oh, like, thanks. And working with him must have been just a fucking amazing oh, experience. 
surreal and lovely. And also I was like, oh my God, you're so good. Like yeah, what it was, was it a about it? What is it? I don't know. Even as, well, as a person, he's one of the most fascinating. Yeah. Like he's just, he's on a different timing. Right. And there's a like such a non-bullshit thing of like he has doesn't choose to use a filter in any way in terms of like acting wise as a person he just is like when it's when he's having fun he's having fun when he's giving an opinion it's a real opinion like there's just something about him that I can't say I've ever met anyone like Bill yeah and he's just so good like when he's doing stuff I just think oh my god like there's no push yeah there's no push at all. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta cool it. If I push on this one, I'll murder myself. Cause you were just like, I think when you're with somebody so good, you're just like, Oh God, don't, don't be the, don't be that one. That's like, if they just want to calm down. So I like, I really had to be like, don't geek out. Like I didn't want to get nervous yeah. and try too hard. Well, so you said like this. Smell be, it. Like you've said this about uh, someone else too. Uh, the the pushing thing. So do you do you do you know that you have a propensity to push? I don't. I feel like I don't push as much as when I really love my character. Yeah. I can get really like. I just feel so strongly for them that yeah. if it's like. If it's an injustice or so, whatever it is, it's like I feel like sometimes it's just like you can't always play it to ten. Even though I'm like in my heart, I feel like you have wronged her or I love you. Whatever it is, it's like I just feel like I love them so much that it's weirdly almost like me yeah. defending them. Right. Yeah. And I'm always like, just you can't. Everything can't be a crusade. Yeah. So it's like something that I, you, you know. You can't slam the ball every time. You can't. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's the same damn thing. I don't have I don't have a great um gray area. Yeah. It's you know, it's right to Well, it's 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 funny because like that like I was talking to my producer about it is that like you're one of those people now for me like Will Farrell you know, who I think had almost a similar trajectory that like, you know, you guys did a lot of stuff and then all of a sudden something, but like, I'll go see whatever you're in because I'll, I'll wait for you to do the thing. <laughs> oh no. What's the thing? I don't know. Just to like go, like there's just moments where, you know, you'll just like, there's just, you have a way of being funny that is so consistent and so unique that like, there, and you know, when you do it, it's, it's just when you pop when you like something it, you don't do it in all the movies you know i'm not i'm not trying to right. pigeonhole you right but you are like as a comic performer you have a very uh you you know how to be very funny very easily which is a rare thing well, thanks <laughs> i'm saying a good thing i just hit you with a tennis ball <laughs> I respond. I feel weird. I'll hit him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But you know what I mean. Like, I, yeah, I just, certain ca and just certain characters. It's like if I can dig my teeth in, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break my teeth. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna go for. Like there's something, right. That's what I mean. That moment when you go for it, that. it's just sort of like yeah, yeah. Like, and, and when you get, you know, when you either I can write them, which is an amazing thing, yeah. or when someone writes it for you, and you're like. Uh, that is the juiciest part in your, you know. Yeah. You have, I just feel like you have to go for it. You have to, I don't know. I That's always just think like, 
I can't be afraid. I'll do lesser versions, but I always think I'll give you the one yeah. that's <laughs> like to the moon just because you have to at least give it a swing. But it's, it's so funny, though, because like I talked to Farrell once and he doesn't give you nothing when he's talking. He'll just talk straight. You know, like, and it's almost like he goes out of his way to do it. And he's one of those. Really? People, yeah. Like he'll just like flat, you know, like it's good. You know, he's having a nice conversation. But, you know, if you, if you're a fan of his, you just sit there going, when is it going to, it's yes. going to happen any second. It's going to It's ha- because there's also something like when he's, even when he's talking seriously that you're like, yeah, yeah. Bill Hader yeah. to me is, um, I feel like Bill must think I'm the strangest human being because yeah. he could be talking about like I'm gonna put my cat down yeah. like it could be something so <laughs> terrible and I literally am like <laughs> cat. he's like no my cat's really sick I'm like <laughs> like I have there's just certain yeah, people yeah, and yeah. like yeah there's just certain people They're that like so I'm like I can't <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a normal conversation. Every time I leave, I'm like, oh, oh. God, Bill's got to think I'm just nuts. You just, just I'm like, fun. he was just having a nice, con- he was just being nice and we yeah. were having a normal conversation and I couldn't, and then I get more nervous because I know how much I laugh around certain people. Right. That then it's like, I, it's like church, weird church laughing. Yeah. Or like now I'm just like. Can't stop. Oh, like I tears are coming down yeah. and they're just like. Yeah, I don't think we're saying anything <laughs> funny. Yeah, well, Hater's another one of those guys. that's like Bill Murray. He does operate it in different zones. Totally. Yeah. Well, you got to go. I don't know. Oh. You got another thing? Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? I don't know what's after this. Oh, geez. All right. Well, uh, good job on the movie. <laughs> I'm going into your house. Oh, you're gonna hang out. <laughs> okay, I'll be in here working on this. I'll meet you in there later. Um, and like, uh, it's great talking to you. It's really great talking to you, and Thanks. I love you. I love you on the show. Oh, thank you. I'm glad. Oh, oh, thank my you so God. much. That's Glow. nice. It's that's an that's an awesome show. You, you want to do a part? Should I drop oh your name God. over there? Who do I fight? Yeah, I'll go. To- <laughs> I'll fight you. You should. That. Can I fight you? That would be great. I haven't fought yet. I, maybe if we do another season. I'm just saying. I'll bring you're you up to the people. I'll season. just drop. I'll say, you know, Melissa's Thro- kind of. Throw it around the people. Yeah, just I you will. and I really fighting. <laughs> you come in. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I wonder if, if they could write around that. Oh, my God. And then they're going to be like, look, Mark, just do your job. You're not <laughs> part of the production. All right. I'm going to let you go. Okay. Bye. This is great. That was fun. I love her. Who doesn't love her? How can you not love her? Uh, her new movie, uh, Life of the Party, opens uh, in theaters tomorrow. Oh, uh, music is forthcoming. We'll uh, we'll do it. We'll do it when I get back. I got this classical guitar in here, but I'm not. Gonna... It seems when I move around in this room, the mic becomes an antenna of some kind that picks up radio stations. So I'm just going to stay here in the corner where I'm crouched. And, uh, and, uh, you know, oh God, everything's okay. Boomer lives! Boomer lives!